The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. Welcome. Welcome. You are in an area of the internet where sexual education and experience collide with the mandates of the self-proclaimed moral majority. Where the average person can explore and discuss interesting and pertinent sexual and kinky activities and learn to incorporate them into their daily lives. All without feeling the wagging finger of shame pointed at them from atop the mountain of righteousness. This is K101. Your peek behind the leather curtain for all questions from the BDSM, fetish, kinky, swinger, and other sex-positive lifestyles. Shut the fucking front door. We did it. We did it. We did it. Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Non-Vanilla Trisk. We have a packed house and a great show for you this evening. As I look around the room... Well, let's do this first. I'm your host, Mr. Navanella Trist. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Underscore NVT. I am joined by my lovely, glorious, and beautiful wife, Navanella Trist. We call her NV on the show. You can find her on Twitter at SillyKitten815. To my left, stage right. God damn. I don't know how she does. Our in-house, self-proclaimed, 100%. Motivated sexual deviant, Sin Kitty. Uh, find her on Twitter at Sin underscore Kitty, and that's S Y N. As I look around the penis gallery, our two chief producers, Wall Street. Hi. N- not hi, mom. Not hi, mom. Not hi, mom. She's not paying attention this week. <laughs> Although it's funny, my dad's birthday is coming up in a few days, so I should probably say happy birthday, dad. So. Oh, happy birthday, dad. Uh, you get him on Twitter at Wall Street seven one one. Our other head producer, KMFD Mike. Sup. Sup. At KMFD Mike 102, gandering about the rest of the penis gallery. Hollywood, Perv King, new to the studio, Allie. We might be giving her hot seat questions later on. Tiberius, his happy pet, pretty tied up. Orchid Fire's back in studio. Cersei and Knotts running the interactive show tonight because we are a live show tonight. Chapin is handling the interactive board. Hello. Hey, you didn't even nod at the microphone this week. That was awesome because usually she goes... (laughs) And that's all we got. <laughs> Running my video board this evening is Veritas. How are you doing, sir? Hi, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Praise of the day, right? No, I can't. Uh, Jesus. Do we... <laughs> that's okay. Just give me a Did second. we put a tarp down under Andy? I feel like there should be uh, something. Uh, to probably ought to. I think you yeah. really should. You read about it. <laughs> so if you're looking to get in touch with Chapin, it's at SarahC517. If you're looking to get in touch with Veritas, at Veritas underscore I underscore M. And running my barnyard, our head chaos technician and mammal wrangler extraordinaire. How you doing, Daddy? Sal. Oh, nope. <laughs> and we're See, done. That taste is in your mouth now. You can't get rid of it. Thanks, Sal. You're Not really at engineer you know, underscore Sal. Guys, we have a fantastic show lined up for you tonight. Um, I got to be honest. When I found out we were getting our t- we were when we were getting tonight's guest, I kind of got. I have been. If you ask anyone in studio. They'll tell you I have been a very weird mix of fanboy and Nazi. 
just kind of creeped out. Just nothing is right. I can't. I'm micromanaging everything. Poor KMFD Michael almost drove a car over me on Sunday. <laughs> Sal and Hollywood were like, "Motherfucker, get out of the studio. We're we're done. We're done messing around with you." I'm good to did 300 he? yards. <laughs> I think you kind of peed yourself a little. I did pee myself a little when I found out tonight's guest you calling peed, in you peed from yourself the, a little, a little bit. Could wow. use that tarp. He was very yeah, excited. Right. I tinkled a bit. Very excited. Hey, hey not, you know what? Not it's, in the studio. You know, I did a lot of work in the studio. <laughs> tinkle, we'll get, we'll, tinkle, little host. <laughs> this week's guest calling in from the left coast, John Baku. Creator, our kinky creator, Canadian coder of FetLife, John Baku. He started FetLife 2008. He's going to be calling in uh, later on this evening. You rehearsed uh, that shit. Well done. I actually, I, 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 <laughs> I completely, like... I completely botched it. I had it in my head so completely different. So. How many coffee mugs and pillows did we have to give him to get him to call in? Uh, we didn't have to give him anything. Really? God, not one. Really? But yeah, one would think. <laughs> so. Um, so I'm, yeah, I'm kind of getting it tonight. Uh, after we're done, have a, we're going to have a great conversation. We're going to talk about, uh, you know, some, we're going to go some go through some of the basics. You know, how did he start it? What got him into it? The whole nine yards. Um, we're going to tackle some of the harder questions too, because if you do a if you do an internet search on John Baku uh, and FetLife, the, the site has been around without you know it's it's had its fair share of controversy. So we'll uh, we'll tackle some of those hard questions. And uh, I had a I had a pre a pre interview phone call with him today, and he was. 100% on top of it. I, I can't wait for this interview. I've been looking forward to this interview for a while. Um, so after that, uh, we have, and on the off chance you haven't seen Sin's chest right over here, uh, we had a conversation Boobies. in the content production meeting about being called daddy and uh, the connotations that kind of come with it. And you know, some people recoil when they hear it. Other people are just like, this sounds awesome. You know, it kind of turns me on. Being called it, having to be, having to call it, it, it all sounds good. So, it, we're gonna have that conversation. We need to talk about that because I'm not calling you daddy no more. Well, not after last anymore. Week. Hang anymore. on a not, second. Yeah, not, after last week. <laughs> <laughs> not after this week, putting the studio together. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I'm ready now. If you, hey, hey, John, if you're paying attention, now's a good time to, now's a good time to call in. So, uh, you guys got anything really cool that's that's happened in the last uh, in the last since we've been here last? It's only been a week. Birthday party. We did oh, have a yes. birthday party. Uh, pretty tied up. Had a birthday this past weekend, and we gathered as a group. And I tried not to shock the minds of the vanillas. We did have I a few. Apparently, vanillas. did not do a very good job. I was about to say <laughs> some of those vanillas shocked me. Some Janet. of us suck at that game. <laughs> I had my nice ass grabbed. I'm like, oh my butt. Who's oh touching my. my butt? There she looked at me and she's like, what? I'm like, oh my, my woman grabbed my ass. And she's like, well, tell her to grab your ass again. Like, ah! Wow. <laughs> no consent? I'm trying to be normal. No consent. I mean, it feels weird it's when consensual. you have to be normal. <laughs> it's it's can, I, can I just give global consent for anybody to grab my ass? I just... It's implied. When I in the it's all funny games. <laughs> see, Go for it. Don't see, see it's happening right don't now. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I just walked over and I mean, Why would you wait? Why would you wait? I mean, well, I would wait. I'd be like, eh, I really want to put my hand here. I, I wanted to be first on that mountain. Yeah, <laughs> is that what it was? First on that mountain? Is that what we're looking at? No Sherpa? No nothing? I mean, just just right in there. Still waiting. Okay. How do you think we feel? <laughs> nice. Sherpa. That's why we do. Say again. This. Blazing the trail for others. Well, well yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a pioneer, really. <laughs> oh my. 
texting John Vicu right now. Yeah, because, you know, he's... Oh, you got him? <laughs> Sal, bring him in. Go ahead. John, are you online? No, yes, no. Now I'm there. And apparently he's called in. Now we're waiting on you. Stupid Canadian oh. telecommunications. <laughs> uh, Canada's not working all of a sudden. Telecommunication. Damn it, there's no hydro. I've got everything. Everything's up. Check the mute button on that thing. Make sure nobody muted it or unmuted it. Oh, this is this was perfect. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, he got it this started. Is, this is classic K101. Right this is classic K101. This is the magic like of live television. Happen. Live television. John, we're working on it. We're working on it, John. Hang in there. So, go on to something else. <laughs> this is what I had planned. <laughs> well, the birthday party happened. What else? Yes, the birthday party. Uh, oops. Yeah, it's fine. No, it's fine. Didn't care. Close, close. One letter. One. I, just, I only got you one letter. <laughs> Wall Street. <laughs> tell, tell us about the birthday party. Oh, it was so we gathered down at uh, Federal Tap House in downtown Lancaster. This is like the fourth year we've done it because Pretty Tied Up just loves that restaurant. She just wants to have people come out. So we restaurant. had like two different tables with a total of 25, 26 people, and we ate and drank. And a couple of us went down to Max's for boozy milkshakes, but then nobody got booze in their milkshakes, so they were just what? regular milkshakes. And I was very disappointed at that. <laughs> and, but you got booze in yours? All right, thank you. Woo-hoo. And Orchid Redemption. Fire had this amazing waffle and s'more and marshmallow so insanity. Good. What? Yeah. Um, John, do we have you now? Nope. And of course, I went to bed early because that's what I do. <laughs> that was funny when you... <laughs> you usually give me that. All right, I'm about done. Try it now. It looks like this. John, you ready? Still got Are nothing. you sure he's there? Okay. And he's two minutes into the call. Yeah. You sure it's not a Canada goose pretending to be John? Because those <laughs> guys are assholes. Seriously, fuck those geese. John, is your phone on mute? That's just the silly question, but we're going to ask anyway. Everything was working great. Guys, I promise, I swear on my mother's eyes, everything was working great three days ago. It's not Skype. It's not Skype. It's through <coughs> email. Can we call back? I want that you to do it anyway. Skype? Go to Skype. Do the settings. Here. Guys, hang in there, please. No. Up, up, up. There you go. There. Settings. Dun, 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 Who's dun, seen dun, Endgame dun. so far? Nope. Don't tell me. I won't tell you. No spoilers. Don't. Don't watch the Spider-Man trailer. Amazing trailer. That was a good trailer. We absolutely will. He's there. We got him now. There he is. Hey, Hey, John. Thanks a lot for hanging out and being patient with us. How you doing? Excellent yourself. So you hear me now? Yes, we got you now. All right, perfect. And and the the quality is good. Yeah, quality is good. I think your speakers might be up a little bit louder. Are you listening to the show? Nope. Okay. No, we're good. It's echo. just his voice. He's like the voice of God. Hello, Mr. Sorry about that. Oh, don't worry about no it. Worries. Don't worry about it. So, how you doing, sir? Sorry about the uh, sorry about the wait getting in here. That's okay. It's uh, thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So, um, being that we're running a little bit behind, uh, just so everybody's on the t- on the same page, we are speaking with John Baku, the founder and creator, our Canadian coder of Kink. 
the, the maker of Fat Luck, I still botched the whole. I, I had this Yay! great title for you. Sorry, it was fantastic. Um, <laughs> so let's just jump right in. Are you ready? Of course. Okay. Um, what prompted the idea for Fat Life? <laughs> How much time do you have? You uh, want the dude, one, ver hey, one version you know or what? five version? We'll do this all night because, you know, hell, I've already made your wait. What, three and a half minutes? Mr. IBT said we could get this done in ten minutes, so yeah. we'll see if he's Which right Which is or not. complete and utter bullshit. <laughs> going to order pizza. Yeah, so, um, so when I was young, I was never comfortable with who I was sexually. Um, uh, I was fortunate. My father's a hairstylist, um, and I grew up in a hairdressing salon in the 80s in Montreal. Um, and it was a really great time. Um, you know, uh, when, you know, I was the only one, you know, like being able to go to school and say, yeah, I know somebody who's gay. Like, people are like, what? <laughs> um, you know, like, we've never met a gay person in our life. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm like, yeah, like, I work more than half the people I work with are gay. Um, so, you know, I got to sit and watch the, listen to their conversations when they had lunch, you know, because I had lunch with them. I was like 10 years old. Um, and I, yeah, come think of it. I don't know how my father and mother let me sit there and listen to their conversations. But anyways, uh, I digress. <laughs> so, um, you know, I got to hear like a lot of beautiful conversations, and you know, one of the the things at a very young age really had left long. Uh, two big things happened that left really a big impression on me. One is, I used the word normal. You know, I was ten years old. Normal was uh, you know a common term to use, and you know, I was quickly corrected and said, "There's no such thing as normal." Um, you know, it wasn't like a scolding or the person was upset with me, but they just turned around to me like there is no such thing as normal, and that that kind of always stuck in my head. Um, the second thing is, is that, you know, one of my dad's good friends, uh, you know, to me, he was the most proud gay man I've ever met in my life. And like, I couldn't imagine him being anything else. Like this guy was the, you know, the, the proudest person in the world. But one day, you know, we were having a conversation and he said, yeah, if I could not be gay, I, I wouldn't be. And I was like, what? I was flabbergasted. And I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> uh, I was like, yeah, life would just be easier. Yeah, I, I so can I had imagine. a lot of different things. Sorry, I said I could imagine. So, so that was that was those two things left a, a long-term impression on me. You know, the other thing is that you know um, I was just never comfortable with who I was actually growing up in a you know a, a progressive yet you know traditional Greek family. Um, you know, you were you're brought up to to you know to take care of your sister, you know, take care of your mother, you know, treat women in a certain way, and then I had fantasies that that didn't necessarily jive with that so i thought there was something wrong with me um, it, it, can i interrupt you real quick how, how what was the earliest one for you just out of curiosity the earliest fantasy that you had that was that, like you real? i mean you look back on it as an adult and you're like wow i was thinking that way back then how, how old were you do you think uh seven uh, no not seven uh grade uh, uh as long as it's not a terms of use violation on your station um oh, probably... you're not going to violate anything on my station dude trust me I, we <laughs> We've we've broken yeah, all the rules. We've oh, kicked off YouTube twice and Periscope twice. We're fine. You say whatever you want. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with grade six, the last year of elementary school, uh, where I'm from. Um, okay. You know, don't quote me. That's 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 kind of like what I think. Could have been grade five. Could have been grade seven. But I think it was grade six. Okay. Um, but they were very like you know very, you know you, you always start somewhere right. It's like lifting weights. You sure. start with a two pound weight and. You know, it's still two pounds and it's still lifting weights, but it starts, everything starts somewhere. Right. Um, you know, so, so that didn't, the way I felt inside really didn't jive with, with, with how 
you know, sexually with, with, with my belief system, and it drove me crazy. You know, right. I was in a relationship from the age of 15 to 23 with, you know, the person who I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with, and we were waiting until we got married, you know, to, to have sex. Okay. Um, wow. <laughs> we're crazy, I know. And I had sex when I was 14, so I took a long hiatus. Uh, oh, the, my God. <laughs> You know, but it was my choice. It was not hers. The, sure. the first three years was hers, and then I was like, hell, you know, we went three years, you know, I can go another ten. Um, so, 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 you know, but, but that relationship ended, and, and like, I, I really wanted to cut off my penis because I felt that the only reason why I couldn't be happy with this person is because I had, you know, my, my penis was causing me issues, and if only I can get rid of it, you know, I could have this great life. Right. Um, so, you know, that had an impact and, and, you know, kind of <laughs> the wedding planner movie <laughs> had an impact on me as well in the sense that, you know, they're like those who are made to wed and those who plan them. You know, I was like, okay, I'm not ever meant to be happy sexually, you know, but instead what I should do is help make people, help make others feel comfortable with who they are sexually. Absolutely. And my belief, my belief system is always that my thing was, you know, the, the zero to one, you know, if, if you feel like you're the only one in the world, like you, you feel all alone. And feeling all alone is the worst feeling in the world. So if I could just help people or bring people into contact that saw that, wow, there's one other person just like me out there, I'm not alone anymore. And all of a sudden, you know, that, 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 that moves the clouds of your life and you start seeing sun. You start, you start seeing like a, you get to start peeking outside from the clouds and, and you see hope. And to me, that was the most important thing. Right. That, that to me was the most beautiful thing. And, you know, at first what I did was gay sexual documentaries called Back Blue Boys. Um, I produced four sexual documentaries. Um, it, just, it, just, it just wasn't for me. I loved what I was doing. I loved the stories I was telling, but, but something didn't feel right. So I move off of that. I did a dating site. I did friends with fetishes, which is kind of like the start fetish section. Right. And then on the way home from work one day on the train, I just had my eureka moment and I took all of my ideas or things I've learned from every single one of my ideas because I was always tinkering with, with different things. Right. Um, and then it all came up and it was like, wow, I just, within like 10 minutes, I sketched out what felt like is right now. Awesome. Um, and I was like, shit you know this is this is this is amazing you know i called my best friend i was like man like i finally cracked the code uh you know i got my Rico moment um and i said you know this was october something october and i said you know what i gotta no matter what i gotta launch something by january 1st and he's like okay cool uh <laughs> which is usually the answer to everything yeah and I, I gave myself well, i think it was, it was about two two and a half months to launch first version of fat life and Whatever it was, it had to launch on January 1st. And unfortunately, it couldn't get launched on January 1st because I couldn't figure out how to, you know, configure the servers, so it took me a couple extra days. Um, and um, we launched January 3rd, 2008. Yes, that's what it reads on your profile on, on FetLife. We launched this bad boy 2008, January 3rd. Yeah, so that's my story, and let's stick to it. <laughs> that's really cool. So you have you have one one of your you have one best friend that helped you do this, or did you just put this whole thing you, you coded this whole bad boy by yourself? Well, truth be told, I only have one friend. Okay, um, that's that's weird friend. because your profile says you have like seventeen thousand. So he's like Tim yeah, from MySpace. But none of, if, if any of them knew me, they wouldn't want to be my friend. Um, 
Uh, yeah, it's my best friend. We have pictures in our bathtub together uh, from when we were children. <laughs> that uh, makes, that makes perfect sense. From yeah. when, right? <laughs> yeah. So our, our mothers are best like friends. Our, our fathers are from the same village in Greece. So, yeah, my parents baptized him. You know, uh, so it was just, you know, we've been best friends and to the point where, like, he's a grown-ass 40, 39-year-old man living on my couch. Um, but let's... <laughs> So uh, where was I going with this? No, uh, I started felt like myself. Um, I, I didn't start it as like, oh shit, you know, it'd be like a cool business. Um, I was, I never thought like that. To me, I always was like, if you do great work, you, you know, you'll be rewarded, and and be rewarded somehow. So, you know, I, I had two jobs at the time. I was a uh, account. Uh, I was a uh, in French it's called concept felt web. Uh, in English it's a uh, let's call it a user experience designer. I was a user experience designer for an agency in Montreal. Um, and then part-time, I for ADT security, uh, maybe I shouldn't say that, but for ADT security, I, I, I uh, built and maintained their uh, installation backlog system that they use in Canada. Um, and I was doing those two jobs, full-time, part-time, and then whenever I could between things, I would just you know, I would just work on fat life, but like that was that, that was my whole life. You know, that's all I did. I, I woke up, worked on fat life, went to work, ran home. You know, worked on fat life, did some stuff worked on fat life, went to bed. I didn't even have an internet connection at my uh, at my apartment because I didn't. I thought it would be a distraction. So anytime I needed to look something up, I was like, oh shit, gotta walk, gotta walk half, you know, half block down the street or two blocks down the street. I can't remember it's been so long, and find like an internet cafe that was uh, that had like free Wi-Fi, and then do a search outside. Oh, found the answer, and then run back home. <laughs> you're not doing that now, though, right? You're okay. You're you're pretty well to do now. You're all right. You have internet at your house. Yeah, who said? <laughs> uh, yeah, you figure internet would have gotten so much better by now, but it's still has problems. <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, no, I, it's, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's, 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 a, I miss those days. Those were good days. Yeah. Hey, John, you know? we are up against a hard break, and I knew we were going to get through all of these questions in 10 minutes, but we've only gotten through two. Do you mind hanging out with us for a few more seconds while we go to break? We'll be back in four minutes, and then, uh, we'll pick this up? Yeah, of course. Of Hang course. on. Guys, we'll be right back. Uh, four minutes, going to break. Everybody here gets to go to the bathroom. Talk to you in a second. The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now.
about going to a broadcast partner of the Non-Vanilla Trist K101 podcast where you can have access to our show that much faster? At scottwillkillyou.com, you can listen to the K101 podcast as soon as it's available, before it streams up to Stitcher and iTunes or any of the other audio platforms we're on. In addition, you'll also find fresh episodes of Puck and Scott's funny movie review podcast, Our Reviews Will Kill You, and the Doncast, a podcast that discusses today's topics of a more serious nature. One-stop shopping, right? Type it in your browser window now. Hey, have your digital assistant remind you. ScottWillKillYou.com because Scott will kill you with content. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. Ha! Fuck it! What do we actually know about Mr. NVT? Not much can be confirmed, but here are some obvious facts. His charisma can be seen from space. He wants parallel parts, a train. Mr. MBT's chief export is DNA. He once ate a birthday cake before his friends could tell him there was a stripper in it. The stripper is on record saying she appreciated his meal. When the stars are shining brightly and Mr. MBT goes hiking in the woods at night, if you listen carefully, you'll hear off in the distance. This is the most sausage I've ever eaten in my entire life. When Mr. MBT calls a 900 number, they don't charge him. He just holds up the phone and money falls out. Mr. NBT is not hung like a horse. Horses are hung like Mr. NBT. Contrary to popular belief, the United States is not a democracy. It's a Mr. NBT leadership. And Tom Brady was overheard saying, Now my jeans don't fit. Before we get started back into this interview, I gotta be honest. I wanted to say fuck you, YouTube, for making me take my Rick Roll out because I like the Rick Roll. <laughs> I think I think it's a common thing here, right? Everybody on board with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we like yeah. the Rick Roll better. I than think it's the public domain stuff. at this point. Yeah, <laughs> it should be. It really ought to be. Guys, thanks all for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Dominic Trist. We are having a great conversation with John Baku, who's falling down, down the, the stairs. stairs. <laughs> <laughs> John, are you with us? Yeah. <laughs> all right, outstanding. You sound awesome. like you just fell down the steps. Are you okay? Oh, I was working out. Sorry. Uh, oh, God, you're working out during our interview. That's great. No, it's four minutes is a long time. <laughs> Dude, I barely had enough time to get upstairs to the green room pee and get back, so. All right. A lot of steps. So real quick, I'll try and rip through some of the easy ones because I, I gave you a bunch of softball questions when we were when we were having our green room interview. Um, how many members does FetLife currently have? I think the last I heard in 2018 was 6 million? Yeah, so I would have no clue. Um, <laughs> I don't follow that number. Um, oh, all right. We if, have... you, if, you log on the, if you log on the site, there's a, there's, a, there's a number there, and that's just you know the, the profiles that exist on the site. Okay. Um, but our total monthly active members... People who are logged in right. um, and do something are one point. I think it's about one point one five or one point two million. Wow. One point two million that log in regularly. 
Damn. All right. Yeah, every single month, at least at a minimum, log in. And I think the weekly is 700, close to 800,000 people who weekly wow. you know, come on the site and do something while logged in. Did you think when, you know, back in 2008 when you started, it was going to be 700,000 people are logging into your website every week? No, no, no. I'm a dreamer. You know, I'm, right. I'm, the, I'm the forever optimist. And my best friend compliments me by being a pessimist. Um, I don't know. You want to? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I went out a little walk. Sounds like my ex-wife. So, uh, what? Yeah, so, 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 you know, the goal was 20,000. He said he'd be really proud of me if I hit 20,000. I should be proud of myself. And I said, okay, so that's a big number, but maybe we could do that. Yeah. I wish we got 20,000 people listening to this show once a week. <laughs> we're up to like, we're up in the 20 hundreds now. Whoa. Really. We're really not. We're up in the 2010s. Sort of. Hey, hey uh, John, just so you know, someone logged in just now and said, just short of 7.7 7 million people. Wow. So, well done, sir. Well done, Yay! indeed. So, while we got you on the, the subject of the website, are there any new features or projects that are working on that we should be excited about? Yeah, so, um, none of my answers are straight. Uh, so, the I, I wish I could tell you, oh, yeah, for sure, like, this is coming out this week. This is coming out next week. My focus um, for the first like 10 years of FetLife's life was of a developer and a designer. Um, and, you know, that has huge limitations. Uh, you know, for a long time, I've had to, you know, stop getting my hands dirty every day and focus on building the organization that better supports the community. So about a year ago, I, I, I stepped away from, from doing the day-to-day. -day, uh, not the day-to-day, -day, but like being an engineer, being right. a designer, being a contributor, right, right. and focusing on growing the team and building the organization, basically building the organization that supports um, that supports the community and better serves the community. Right. Um, and a big part of that was hiring. So, you know, two people just started on Monday. Um, we have somebody that starts in the middle of next week, another person that starts middle of next week, sorry, and then another person that starts the week after that. And I think we have eight other positions open that we're trying to fill. You know, we're, for the size of the site that we are, um, our team is just anemic. Um, so we are making small little you know, improvements here and there, but we just, we just need a much bigger team to be able to, 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 to really make a big dent. So, so let, let, me, let me put you right on the spot then. How many people do you have working for, for FetLife, BitLove? How many yeah, people, so, actually, how uh, many people have... actually manage that site on a daily basis? So before this week, we had 12, and now we're 14. 14 people are managing 1 point or 700,000 people a week. All yeah, right. that's a very... That, that explains why... I think usually has 50 to 100. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that makes sense, then. It's just... <laughs> wow. All right. Well, then, then my next question kind of makes me feel like a douche faucet. Um, so why is there no iPhone app yet? Because <laughs> there's an Android app, but there's no iPhone app, and that's one yeah. of the. Because all right, so so here's the thing. I, I put out, and I think everybody here in the production studio knows. I put out a whole bunch of stuff. Oh, I put it out on FetLife. I put it out on our Twitter. I put it out on Facebook and our private mm -hmm. groups. He puts it out in public. I, I do. I kind of whip it out in public every once in a while. It's out right now. It, it's actually not. It's <laughs> not. I hope you didn't just make him drop a weight on his foot for fuck's sake. Yes. Uh, and then, and then, so I put it out in a bunch of different places, and then we had Veritas and uh, Bionic Kitten put it out on different spots on Reddit. And while I'm mentioning Reddit, I have to make sure that I say hi to the BDSM advice group on Reddit and to T. It, it, and I, I, I'm going to botch the spelling because I didn't get the spelling. It, it's T at 
A I T C H. So you guys tell me how to say it. T act eight, whatever. Um, you guys, thanks a lot for helping us out and letting us post cross post on your on your forum. Anyway, uh, we put out a whole bunch of questions, and I was not ready for a lot of the negative questions that I got. I was so excited about having John Raku on the show. I'm like, this is gonna be fucking great. I'm gonna love this, right? So, what do you guys want to ask? And then I got a bunch of hate mail. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? And, uh, that's all right. And one of the first ones was, how come there's an Android app and not an iPhone app? So we'll start with that one because that one's the easiest. <laughs> yeah, the Apple, um, we've tried to get an app in the App Store. Apple just, you know, flat out rejects it. Um, for us to be able to get an app in the App Store, we'd have, FetLife wouldn't be FetLife. And based on the conversations that we had with people, is, you know, they would choose a you know, they wouldn't choose a, 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 a mini version of FetLife, one that barely has any features, right. you know, that's an app versus, you know, having the real deal and just going to a website. Okay. So we do have an open source project that we don't maintain that if you really want to, you can kind of, you know, put an app on, on, your, on, your, um, on your phone, but like that's a big head, big headache. Now, Android is the same thing. They won't let us have a FetLife app in the Android store, even though there was a really popular set like app in the app store that had nothing to do with us, but some cool guys made it and, and distributed it, um, but then it was taken down. Um, but you can sideload, I think it's called, uh, an Android app, so you can just download the file and install it yourself. So to that, it, for us, it was worth enough for us to, to maintain that and invest okay. in that, but the, the iPhone one is much harder. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Way to go, Apple. Way to go, free speech. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> All right, John. So in January 17, a lot of fetishist groups and forums were deleted, and they were they were given like no notice. There was some, and there was a bit of an outrage. Uh, the community, I think, the community was told that it was due to FetLife losing a merchant account. Um, can you explain better in your own words what exactly happened and what workarounds you and the rest of the company did to try and satisfy both sides of this situation? Yeah. So in retrospect, you know. You know, hindsight is 2020. So we would have loved to do this a different way if we could do it again. Uh, but you know, I was I was out of town. I think I was at ABM or something like that. And all of a sudden, you know, we didn't just lose one merchant account; we lost all our merchant accounts. Wow. You know, uh, one shoe dropped, another shoe dropped, and you know, some people made very irresponsible comments to me uh, that. You know, we, we didn't have a relationship directly with the banks, and we went through like, um, you know, it's a weird industry. So what, what you do is you, you get somebody who has a relationship with the bank, and then you get merchant accounts for you. Um, it's kind of just the way it works. Uh, so, you know, that person told us, they kept on repeating the word uh, back pages to us. I'm like, why are you bringing up back pages? Like, we're not back pages. Right. Um, and this is just, you know, right after they got arrested. And, and they're like, yeah, yeah, you know, like they were calling from bathroom stalls and stuff. I'm like, why are you calling from bathroom stall? Why are you, why are you, why are you whispering? Yeah. Um, and, and they kind of freaked, the, freaked us the fuck out. Um, and, and uh, you know, to the, like, to the point where, like, <laughs> yeah, um, it, was, it was a pretty bad time for us. Um, and, you know, we were just, and when we, we finally got in contact with the banks directly, they wouldn't tell us what happened, you know. Supposedly, it came from somewhere else, not them, because they love business clients. And we finally, you know, spoke to them and created a relationship with them. Um, but nobody knew nothing, um, including the banks, the merchants. 
Uh, this came from the credit card processing companies. They just called up and said, you're taking them down right now. And, and when they call you, when they call a bank and say, you take them down with no explanation, they, you, you take them down. And, and I, I understand, you know, the predicament that the banks were in. Um, but um, so it's the credit card companies that did this. We just got hints. Sorry, it's the credit card companies that did this then. Yeah. Sorry. So which one in particular? Because I want to boycott those guys. Can you say? Can you say, or is it all? <laughs> I don't want to get know, you in more trouble. I don't, I don't want to cause any saying, more bullshit. I'm I guarantee saying. you, nobody's going to boycott them because everybody's like, "Wait, I'm it's gonna all of them." I have to start buying my milk with diners club. I use and, you know, to buy stuff. stuff. <laughs> no, that's not going to happen. You know, yeah. Everybody who's like, you know, came to me and said, tell me who I'm going to go do this. I said, oh, what sacrifices are you willing to make in your life? And we have a conversation. They're like, eh, I'm second thought. Yeah. Uh, uh, maybe not. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, Wall Street. I know you've been chomping at the bit on this one. Uh, so, John, this is my buddy Wall Street. So, John, I, I think this is a, a great opportunity to talk about this. Um, and, and I think I thank you for, for bringing up that point about sacrifices. So, um, Last week, Facebook banned, shall we say, some controversial figures such as Louis Farrakhan, Milo Yiannopoulos, um, Alex Jones, uh, over what they felt was inappropriate content. Um, we are dealing with a situation, not just in this country, but across the globe, where we have private companies controlling massive amounts of information. And there are yeah. choke points that are being developed, such as social media, such as the bank situation that you've dealt mm -hmm. with where all it takes is one decision to, to shut off that flow of communication. And there's two schools of thought, which is, you know, we should let private enterprise do what they need to do versus this is too important to allow private companies to handle it and maybe the government should step in. As someone who runs a social media site, if you had your druthers, how would you address the problem? I'm, I'm an anarchist, so... Did About six hands just went up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Perv King sitting behind Wall Street just jumped out of his chair. like. <laughs> he's rubbing one out right now. He is. He's rubbing he, one out he, in the he, back room. The answer is way more complicated than that. And, and Zuckerberg can get you know a lot of flack for what he does. Um, I, on my side, you know, you can hate me if you want. I respect that. You know, for all the things or you know, missteps he's made, you know, we've all made them. You know, because uh, he's on such a big stage, he makes such big decisions, you know, like, you know, his mistakes just get magnified. You know, the fact that he puts so many newspapers out of business, they have a bone to pick. So they write articles that are ridiculously over-exaggerating what happened because they're like, hey, you put us out of business? Let's right. see if we can fuck you too. Um, right. You know, the, the, the one thing and the thing I've been telling the team for a long time that, that, that I agree with completely the direction that they're going is the fact that, you know, like Apple encrypts everything through iMessage, so you can come out, you can go to Apple and send them whatever you want, but, you know, they're like, but we don't have access to that kind of stuff. You know, so we can't police it. You know, Facebook's going to do the same thing. And a lot, a lot of sites are going to do the same thing. You know, I, I definitely foresee us, you know, having all of the conversations on FetLife encrypted so that, you know, nobody can ask us for the information. Well, they, of course, they can ask, but we can't provide it to them. You know, I could see... I can see private groups that are encrypted on FetLife so that, you know, people can have conversations and, and we're not liable to be, you know, the police of deciding, you know, what people can and cannot do in the mm -hmm. privacy of their home. Right. A group on Facebook, a group on FetLife, a private group on Facebook, a private group on FetLife, a private conversation anywhere is the same thing to me as, as, as a conversation that you have in your home. 
you can talk about whatever you want in your home. You can have whatever fantasy you want. And the governments should not have any say in that, as long as it does not, you know, hurt somebody else. You know, of course, if, if you're planning on, on, on attacking, you know, uh, you know, a terrorist attack, yeah, you know, like that needs to be stopped. Right. But we shouldn't, we shouldn't, it, it's not worth the cost of giving up everybody's freedom and right to privacy to be able to, to, to stop an attack. You know, it's, it's, you know there, there's other ways of doing this. Just because police want to have information, you know, and want to get all the information however way they want, doesn't mean they should be able to. There, there has to be a balance that's, 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 that's strike. Okay. Hey, do you still have time to hang out? Yes, sir. Outstanding. Guys, we are up against another hard break. It is 20 till. We're going to kick off the break real quick. It's, hopefully it will only be a short one. Uh, we'll be back shortly. John, get 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 your, more, get your burn on. We'll be back in four minutes. <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> about going to a broadcast partner of the non-vanilla trist k101 podcast where you can have access to our show that much faster at scottwillkillyou.com you can listen to the k101 podcast as soon as it's available before it streams up to stitcher and itunes or any of the other audio platforms we're on in addition 
You'll also find fresh episodes of Puck and Scott's funny movie review podcast, Our Reviews Will Kill You, and The Doncast, a podcast that discusses today's topics of a more serious nature. One-stop shopping, right? Type it in your browser window now. Hey, have your digital assistant remind you, scottwillkillyou.com, because Scott will kill you with content. I am wet, horny, and ready to fuck. You're listening to the Non-Vanillatrist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. Oh, I'm very wet. The K101 Podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. And we're back, guys. Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Non-Vanilla Trust. Uh, real quick, as I look around the room, I'm joined by my lovely wife, Envy. Hi, baby. Hi. You've been really quiet tonight. But Bullies. that's because Joan and I have been talking all night. Yeah, so. you know, I don't want to mess things up. That's her. Mess things up. She got great tits. You don't mess anything up. And speaking of great tits, hey, Sin, how you doing? Oh, hi. How you doing? <laughs> so, uh, as I look around the room, Perf King, Wall Street, KMFD Mike, Cersei and Knotts, Allie, Hollywood, Tiberius, his happy pet, pretty tied up. Orchid fire. How you doing, baby? I'm doing, baby. Doing good? All right. With all these people in here, we either need to open a window or just get naked. I know, it's right? Really it's hot. it's it can really it's hot. Very long second. I've, I, right, I was going to say, I, I vote I vote, uh, I, I vote, Ally, Envy, and Sin first, just to see if it works. <laughs> Those are my, that's my vote. Um, Sacrifice. Running the interactive chat tonight, because we are a live show this evening, so we will open up the phones and the Skype shortly for phone calls. Uh, Chapin is our interactive producer this evening. Running my video, Veritas. Running my barnyard. So, we are my niece for this one. Shit. And on the phone, our let's see if I can do it right this time. Our Canadian kinky coder extraordinaire, the 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 man who made Fet Life, John Baku. How you doing, sir? Excellent. Excellent. Stop. <laughs> We're back. We're having a good time. We're having a good time. <laughs> I heard the, the oh, bells drop. Like, oh. <laughs> so we're, we're in the middle of an interview. I'm going to try and get into some of the... Uh, there's a couple hard questions that we got on Reddit, and I wanted don't, to make don't, sure... Don't, 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 be, don't, be, um, don't be scared. Just ask whatever you think people want the answer to, and sure. I'll, I'll be my best to answer the question. All right. Uh, FetLife TOS clearly states that members may not accuse other members of criminal wrongdoing, particularly sexual it's abuse. question. I'm joking. <laughs> Outstanding, <laughs> sir. Oh, God. <laughs> All right, see, this is going to be a fun interview. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, they can't be, uh, it's caused the site to be openly criticized by some in the community who claim this practice protects known offenders who are currently on the site. With that in mind, and knowing that we as a community love to pride ourselves on self-policing, my, my biggest question is, what safeguards does FetLife have in place to protect its users? So first, I, I need to question, you know, a, an assumption. So you said we, the community, you know, like to, to police our own. Um, who's we? Uh, I, I think I, I, I think there's a problem with the word we is because yes, some people do. There's a history of that, and the history exists for a very good reason. But 
you know, as society has evolved and, and, and has, you know, laws and, you know, police have become more accepting uh, and understanding, um, you know, not in all countries, of course, uh, you know, there's, 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 there's options out there. Um, first, I don't think we should be policing our own community. Um, it's, it's like, it's like, you know, if, if a kid, if somebody vandalizes your house, you don't police it by, well, maybe some people do, I'm Canadian. You know, I don't police it by <laughs> pulling out a gun and starting shooting at the kid. You know, I, I call the cops uh, and, and, and I let them take care of it. Right. Let me cut you off for just a second, John. I think when we say we're policing our own, it's not that the person who's being vandalized polices. I think it's the person who's with the perpetrator. We would I, like if if I'm if I'm with somebody and they say they want to vandalize your house, I'm going to be like, "Yo, dude, that's not cool. Don't do that. That's bullshit." Oh. And then if he does do it, then I get to go to you and say, "Hey, that that's the guy who did it." I mean, does that? Does that, that I think I think when we say we want to police our own, that's that's the context we're taking it in. Do you not agree? Uh, you know, like like Wall Street said, uh, you know, do you like? I think he alluded to that he's not for the government, you know, being the police of this, because I can't remember what the last good thing the government did. Um, you know, I don't think that that us as Fat Life have the resources to properly police things. I would and guess not with only fourteen people. There's, there's this huge misconception that, like, oh, if I could tell everybody on FetLife or Reddit or wherever that this person did this horrible thing X, that I will protect people. No. No, okay. no you won't. Because well, my mother, my sister, my daughter are not on FetLife. And if something fucking happens to them, and, and, and this is the third, fourth, fifth, sixth, Seventh time they've done it, I will then start policing shit. Okay. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, of course, the person who did it is the number one to blame. But I guarantee you, if some killer killed somebody in your family and somebody could have fucking stopped it, somebody knew, somebody could have reported him, but they chose not to because they wanted to police it themselves. Even though they're not by, they're not qualified to. You're going to be like, why? My kid is not here with me anymore because of you. Did not have the guts in this case of killing. You did not have the guts to fucking do the right thing. I lost my, I lost everything because you knew something that that that, that the authorities needed to know. That I could have never that, that that I could have never known because I don't check fucking every single form in the world at night, right, right, researching right. everything and every private conversation, researching everything and saying, aha, this private conversation between these two people that's encrypted, and thank God it's encrypted, you know, had this had a message that said Jerry did did this to Susie. No, man, like it's just it's just it, it gives people this false sense of I'm doing the right thing when it's completely completely inaccurate. Okay. Follow-up question, John. Um, we all and know. People ask, and, and, and people, so, so now you know why people hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people hate you, John. I mean, I'm sure there are a few, but it's really okay. We love you. It's fine because you created a really cool place, so we're on board. We all know but, the. But, uh, but just to understand, you know, I the problem. I'm, I'm very passionate about the problem. 
you know, but I'm my engineering side of my brain needs to help find needs to work to help find a solution. And and the the, the problem is the fact that the the legal system to a certain extent is broken. The uh, the, po the, the 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 police might not have the right resources or training in some places, like in where I'm from. You know, okay. it's much better than others. But you know, that's where the resources should go is to is to help make people feel comfortable, you know, reporting and 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 making sure that these things are taken care of. All right, I want you to hold um, that thought. I want you to hold that thought because I actually have a great follow up question that's in that vein. But Wall Street has something that kind of goes off on a thing first. So, so we all know the um, internet is a petri dish for misinformation. It just grows <laughs> like wildfire. No. -uh. Um, the policy regarding reporting incidents, incidents uh, in a public forum, how much of that has to do with uh, concerns about, for lack of a better term, mob rule? Uh, we've seen, we live in a culture of guilty until proven innocent, and, and God forbid if something were to be reported that is factually inaccurate or even deliberately slander or libel, um, is that sort of driving the concern of we don't want uh, a user to be, have their, his life or her life ruined over something that's completely not right. true? You know, pretends you who you ask is if you ask our lawyers or if you ask, you know, uh, a PR person or if you ask me while I'm training in my gym. Uh, well, I think we have you in your gym right now, so let's go with you first. Um, the rule didn't exist at the start. It existed after watching what happened and transcribed over a period of time. And also it happened from from hearing both sides of stories and it hears, and also from you know really reflecting on like does this solve the problem that people say it solves the problem so that's it's mainly because it's mainly why because we can't it have nice things the specific problem it creates a lot a lot of issues that we have to then deal with and we have to draw lines that are very very difficult to draw um, and you know, of course, a portion of it is like, you know, being taken to court uh, sure. and, and being liable. But I wouldn't say that's the main thing. But that's what the PR and lawyers would love to say. Well, yeah, yeah. I got to be honest. I, I got. I never in a million years would want to have to be in your shoes on this one because you know anybody says the wrong. Just someone says, "Hey, somebody on your site, you enabled that," and now, now it's just now it's just a mess. KMFD Mike, go. I've been reminded. Just from hearing you talk there, like several comedians have created skits on the fact that we as a society can only move as fast as our slowest member. So you have an individual who's a visionary. You have someone who can actually create something that didn't exist before that opens up doors. And yet you have these fuck ups that go over and try to ruin things. And then people, legal people, then look at it and say, well, this could happen. And then you have to draw the hardest of lines because you only can move as quickly as the slowest member of society. I'm wondering, with, with as many wonderful creative things that, that FetLife has ever created, has this opened doors to the deviant and those who could, you know, cause question to whether or not we're not ready as a society to have this? It's, 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 it's the greatest question that I have. I'm sorry if I'm not being clear. What do you, what no, do you do? Go on. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example uh, that, that kind of shows the way I think. Um, private groups, Facebook has it. Um, many, you know, many, many sites have a way to have private groups. You know, to yeah, we, we belong to a bunch private. of them on Facebook. Yeah. 
Yeah, so so for some members on my team, they're like, hell no, we don't want any private groups. And I'm like, why? And they name off all the reasons. You know, X, Y, Z could happen, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, yeah, you're, you're, you're right, it could. You know, uh, but let's focus on the positives for a second. Let's list the positives, let's let's, let's let's the negatives. You know, is it balanced? Is it even? Does one greatly outweigh the others? And and it's, yeah, negative things have come, you, you can, there's tons of negative things that come from the existence of the internet. But holy fuck, is it puny, I swear? I don't know. can't swear in our bitch. <laughs> you know, w- w- watch, watching my father, you know, have a FaceTime call with uh, with his nephew, you know, in, in you know, or his, his god kids or whatever, in you know, in, in Greece, and watching them grow up, and you know, like being able to like FaceTime with my parents, you know, five five hundred five thousand kilometers away, which I think is about like three miles, three hundred three thousand miles, you know, people meeting. Knowing that they're not alone because the small town they live, they're an outcast or they're a nerd or a geek or, or like, I'm, I'm being soft here, you know, and then going on the internet and seeing, like, wow, like, I'm not going to commit suicide. Look at all these. I, I, I found my own, you know, squad, you know, here. Like, it's, it's not even, it's not even comparison. Yes, you know, the internet came about, we didn't know how to handle a lot of the problems, um, and we're still trying to figure them out, but I, I think that people are really focusing on the negative, and, and sadly, a lot of people that are focusing on the negative are also part of the problem, because I, I love seeing threads, and by love, I'm being sarcastic, where like somebody's you know, bashing, somebody's saying that this other person's being a bully, and like, holy crap, the response is 100% bullying. You know, right. it's it's yeah. just so much anger, it, it, and and people. I think that's just how everyone is now. Yeah, it, it, it is obnoxious. It's going to be fixed. It'll be fixed. It just it just takes time. So, real quick, before I let everybody jump in here, um, I wanted to thank you, John, for doing that whole kilometer to miles distinction for those <laughs> in America. Because you said 5,000 kilometers, and I was like, shit, hang We're on, American. We're hang American. on, wait, no, I know a 5K is three miles, so 5,000, <laughs> that's probably 3,000 miles. And then you said it, and I was like, all right, cool, I'm doing good math now. I'm mathing today. I usually don't math during the show, but today I did. So thank you, sir. I appreciate oh, I appreciate your consideration. You Canadians are awesome like that. So I got, I got three. I, I'm going to try and do these quick because I, I know – um, it, it, they're they're endless, and I'm actually going to take them out of order real quick. Uh, are you aware of the Predator Alert tool for FetLife? It, it, it used to be called uh, the FetLife Alleged Abuser Database Engine. Um, if it was made by a guy, uh, well, somebody called. Nene. I have no idea yeah. who it was made by. I, I saw it in an article. I opened it up. It's an Excel spreadsheet of a bunch of. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. So you, you are aware of it. <laughs> Yeah, I haven't looked at it for ages, but I'm aware of it. Okay. Um, knowing that there are people who are on this list that have been accused as sexual abusers, um, mm-hmm. what, what what is it that – well, let's do this. Do you participate with, with law enforcement, if asked? Yes, of course. Okay, cool. And then – the next question is, what steps do you recommend to users who want to help police? Because while we were having the question earlier, I had at least two people hold up, because we have our, our, our technology 
in the studio is dry erase boards. <laughs> people are holding up people are holding up dry erase boards. Why don't we why don't why don't people just use the actual fucking police when it comes to accusing people of shit? And I was like, absolutely, that's what I'm gonna get to. So that that brings me back to the whole you know, when we say what safeguards do people have, I, I know you're participating with police. What what like what what if some if you if someone comes to you and says, Hey, so and so sexually abused me and they're on your site and I think they're a predator, what do you recommend they do? Um, so if somebody sexually abused them, um, who cares if they're a predator or not? They've been sexually abused. Um, sorry, the reason I say that is because, you know, what exactly is a predator? To me, that's an abstract term, but the big, big problem is the person has been sexually abused. So right away, you know, I recommend, you know, um, you know, to call uh, a helpline, you know, somebody to speak to. You know, this is a very hard, like, I, listen, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a straight male. I've never, I'm a big boy, you know, I've never really had to deal with any of this stuff myself personally. So, you know, I, I can only have, I have empathy, but, but, but I've never walked in a mile of somebody's shoes, you know, who, who's really gone through this. Um, but yeah, so they definitely need to get help. Um, and, and it also depends where they live. No matter what, I'm gonna always suggest that they, 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 they consider speaking to, to authorities. Um, but depending, you know, where they live, of course, you know, they have to know for themselves what the political climate is. You know, if you are a woman and not married and you're in, like, Abu Dhabi, um, which I'm just guessing, you know, I don't recommend it. If you're gay and in Russia and, and another male, you know, sexually abuse you, I really don't recommend it either because it's gay. It's, it's illegal to be right. gay there, I think. Um, so, it, it's, you know, you, you have to know the climate where you're at. Um, but but in general, in, in, in North America, I definitely you know uh, suggest that people um, go see the authorities. Um, now, if the authorities ever contact us, let's say that they're investigating a, a, you know a sexual assault, we will uh, we will take down the person's profile. We will lock them out of their profile right away, um, and we will keep it out until either the investigation is is closed because you know they for whatever reason. Um, or until the person has been found to be not guilty in the court of law. Right. Um, but otherwise, we keep them off their profile until that. If somebody, yeah. Did you, you know, follow that um, whole innocent until proven guilty thing? Yeah, I, I follow innocent until proven guilty. Okay. But Just making sure we're on the same page because I'm pretty sure that's how it's supposed to be. So. Uh, but there's certain precautions we can put in place, so we don't we don't need they don't need to be on fet life while a case is going on. You know, it's kind of a little bit like yeah. how you know um, somebody could be like put on administrative leave or whatever until you know the the, the, the case is is, uh, is completed. Um, but you know, to us, that's our way of encouraging people. Like, yeah, we'll get them off the site. We'll lock them up the second that police contact us. You know, and tell us that they're they're under investigation or whatever. Um, you know, send us, send us something. Um, but yeah, All right. I wish, I wish there was, I wish I had a better answer, man. I know it sucks. I know it. Fucking I, I, sucks. I thought it was a great answer, to be honest. I, I, I thought it was a fantastic answer. Um, I only have one more major question for you, then I'm just going to open it up to everyone else. Uh, FOSTA SESTA went into effect the spring of 2018 here in the U.S., which was supposed to be a sex trafficking deterrent, and all it did was just redirect all the sex trafficking and sex crimes in America. As I but, knew it would. But did it have any impact on fat life? And if so, how, how big and what was it? So, so I make sure to, to hire a team that, that, that or bring on people that really complement me well. Because when this came out, I turned around and said, hey, 
let's start our own back pages and not charge anybody anything. Um, you know, because this is kind of disgusting what's going on. And then everybody looked at me really funny. Uh, and then I told my wife and she said, I'll support you no matter what. I said, but that probably means we're going to be able to travel anywhere and I might be arrested in a couple of weeks. Um, you know, <laughs> she still supported me, you know, I love her for that. Uh, so, but how did it affect that, uh, how did it affect that life? <sighs> you know, the government, what they like to do is they put fear into everybody, uh, put into everybody. So you don't want to be the one they want to make an example of. So what we had to do is we had to make stricter rules about, you know, what you can and cannot do. And if somebody gets reported twice for solicitation, the first time that people get reported for solicitation, we give them a warning and say that they can't, you know, they can't, that we don't judge them for their choices. But because of the laws, you know, it puts cut life at risk. And if they do it again after that, we need to be judging. All right. Outstanding. <laughs> Guys, are we good? We want to go faster. Just say it's like the speed round and I'll, I'll go really fast. No, no, no. Actually, no. That was, that was the last of the speed round. Wall Street, do you have anything else? I, I have two hands. In, wait. Oh, I only have one hand in the studio. John, you said you grew up in Montreal. Yeah. 94 Expos, greatest baseball team of all time. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, thank far. you. <laughs> they were 74 and 40 at the strike. They were going to win the whole thing. <laughs> you know what? I, I think that's unfair because, A, he said he grew up in Montreal. Best player of the game one year. <sighs> I, I have picture, I've seen pictures of John wearing an Expos hat. Hey, by the way, I've also seen you wearing picture. I've also seen pictures of you wearing a Yankees hat. What the hell is that about? Oh. We're from, that's not acceptable. Yeah, where we're from, that's not acceptable. You pick a team. That's it. You pick a team. (laughs) You pick the team. (laughs) My team is the Expos, and because, like, I feel lost, you know, so right now, past couple years, I'm like, okay, the Giants, but they don't feel right, and I figured I'd go with the Washington Nationals because it was the old Expos. No, John, you pick a team, and that's your team. You live and die by the, it's like the Titanic, you go down on that ship, (laughs) sir. That's how it works. That's how we do here, anyway. Yeah, take it from a Giants fan. <laughs> yeah, right? It's, or an Expos fan. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I'm going to give you some shit. Or an Eagles fan. Oh, yeah, or an Eagles fan like me. There, like, is that why there's so many suicides in Cleveland? Yeah, yeah absolutely. Right? Uh, Did you hear Odell says he's going to make them the new Patriots? I'm going to need a minute for that. All right, yeah, right. Uh, any other questions? KMFT Mike, did you have I one? I did. I have a question. What would you consider to be the, the, the greatest... Uh, struggle or thing that you had to overcome to make FetLife become a reality? That's a great question. Hmm. <laughs> That's yeah, why they let me through the door. He didn't get prepped for this one. He's like, motherfucker, now I have to sit uh, and think. My childhood? Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, okay. No, I had an amazing I had an amazing childhood. I was really very fortunate my whole life. You know, nothing. Nothing really. Uh, even though my parents don't uh, even though my parents would probably appreciate if I did something else with my life, they've always been very supportive. My mother even works for me, so but she's never been on the site, which is a whole story. <laughs> which is good. Like, That's uh, awesome. You don't call her mommy, right? But she has, no. Uh, we do. I was like, hey, you know, you want this? You got to email my mother. You know, like, and, and that's what they do. They email, they email John's mother. Wow. Um, I love it. Very cool, John. I, I have a question. Orchid Fire has stepped to the mic. Yes, sir. Go for it. Uh, what is yes, the ma'am. one thing about Fat Life that makes you the most proud? What's in the community? 
you know, it's we we tend to like focus on on all the negative, you know, because it's so easy to. You know, I don't blame people. It, it's really like in your face. But at the end of the day, like it's just a very vocal minority that you know might be upset. And 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 when they're upset and causing problems, they're doing for good reason. Like. Like, I love to listen to people who are upset because even though I might not like the delivery sometimes, they, everybody has a point um, and, and, and it should be heard. Um, but I really love the community. There's some fucking amazing people and, and the team, the team that, 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 that behind that life, they really fucking care. They ridiculously, ridiculously they care about the community. They get like, they get attacked big time sometimes. But it's not their fault. Like it's it's you know it's 100 percent my fault. They're doing the best they can, you know, with with the uh, with the resources that we have. And my resources. It's 14 are people. people trying uh, to manage 700,000. Like talk about the the boy standing with his finger in the dike. Hang on, wait. That's probably the wrong thing to say. Yeah. Wow. Like I, yeah. I meant, I meant the, I meant the dam, like the fingers with the dam and the. All right, forget it. That's the not leak. Right. The yeah. leaky dam. Fuck. <laughs> hey, hang on. John. Um, so I have a question. I, I, I'm against. I'm against a break, but I have one, two, three questions in studio, and four questions in studio. And and uh, are, do you have time for? Do you have time for uh, live call-ins or no? Yeah, sure. But if we negotiate a two-minute break and not a four-minute break, what yep. is it? you need yes. nice. Can, absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I, I can make a two-minute break happen. Absolutely. My man. All right, let's do it. Thank you, John. Uh, Veritas, I almost <laughs> Veritas. Can you kick us off to a two-minute break? Just set the timer short, and uh, we'll just cut the we'll just cut the regular commercial off. And if hey hey Puck and Scott, if you're paying attention and your commercial gets cut short, my bad. <laughs> Guys, we'll be back in two minutes. We'll wrap up our conversation with John Baku, creator of Fat Life. I know you're gonna dig this.
And we're back. Not that I can hear anything because I don't have my earbuds in yet. Hang on a second, John. What? Now we got a phone call. No? They're in your ears. No, the earbuds were but I wasn't plugged in. That was the thing. They're off your butt. All right, so that was a little hard coming back from break, but that's okay because we negotiated that ahead of time. That's how we do things here. In the... <laughs> Guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. Just go ahead and kill that. Domo, we know you're trying to call in. Uh, stop a sec. <laughs> so, uh, guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominella Trist, and we are wrapping up our interview with John Bakil. And we had other questions in studio. Let's get to those quickly. Tiberius, I think you were first. John, this is Tiberius78. It's a pleasure and an honor to talk to you. First question. First question is, um, do you have a lot of uh, backflack from religious groups, and how do you handle it? No. Excellent. Good at all? Good. Domo. Stop calling. I, I, I just did an interview with somebody who um, has his master's or PhD in theology. Um, we've had uh, one of our first ever caretakers was a minister or a priest. Um, at least, like, you know, knock on wood, we haven't had a problem yet. Right. But it's by design. You know, we don't put ourselves in people's faces. We don't be like, here, you know, we have the, we like these things that everybody should like them. It's more, that life has always been, you know, it went with my personality in the sense that, hey, if this is what interests you, you can come behind these doors. But if this is not interests you, hey, that's cool. We love you too, you know, but, but you know, don't come past these doors. I think religious groups uh, in general um, or groups that are not, people that, that don't jive with, with you know, our, our choices, they have no problem with it as long as you don't put it in their face and try to say, no, this is right. You should be doing this. We know better than you. Right. Awesome. Thank you, John. Yeah. I, 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 respect, I respect everybody's beliefs. Whatever, you're into monogamy, you're into poly, you're religious, and, 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 and don't uh, believe in sex at all, or believe in sex and not getting married. And, and our atheists, it doesn't matter. Like, it's, it's not one wrong, it's not one, or right, one wrong or one right. Excellent. Okay, I'm Empty Mike here with a second question. Um, we have a lot of listeners who, who come in, and, and this is their intro to the lifestyle, both kinky and switch, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, oh. We always recommend that they go and create a profile within FetLife. What would you tell the first move should be of somebody who has never been into FetLife of where they should go and what they should do first? So when I get emails like that, the first thing I tell people is to be true to themselves. Um, that no matter what people tell you, keep your radar on and be like, you know, is, is, this what's, is this what's right for me? Is this, is this what I'm looking for? A lot of people, a lot of, a lot, some people think there's only one true way. They don't know if you're going to be X, you, you need, you know, like if you're going to be uh, a dominant, you have to be dominant like this, or you're living this, this, like this. If you need poly, all poly relationships have to be like this. And, and that's not true. You know, it's, it might be true for them, but you have to figure out what's right for you. So, so really stay true to yourself and go at your own pace. So if you're somebody who, who, who loves to read, then go into the groups, join groups, follow along in groups, and only participate when you're ready. 
you know, go at your own pace. There's no, there's no right and wrong. Um, now, if you're extremely, extremely shy, there's sometimes that you want to push yourself where you're like, okay, it's been enough. Maybe I should kick myself at the button. I've been following somebody for like three months and I've been too shy to message them that you should probably message them, you know? Uh, so I'll push you, I'll push you for that, but, but I won't push you more than that. I have a question. Sorry, was that a bad answer? No, no, okay. so no, absolutely. No, there's, there's five things going on in the studio at once. Envy, go ahead. Um, what do you think this of... Is my co- this is my wife and co-host, John, so be nice to her. What do you think of Fifty Shades of Cray? Uh, not gray, but Fifty Shades of Cray? Yeah, yeah, we call it Fifty Shades of Cray because it's Fifty Shades of fucking crazy. That's, that's uh, how... I have no clue what you're talking about, but Fifty Shades of Grey was filmed... Um, like next to our office, and we didn't know, and they didn't know. Really? <laughs> Are you kidding? Awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filmed up in Vancouver. Oh and my gosh! Yeah. I just, I just remember noticing a, a huge, you know, uptake of people. I, mean, after I, I that. think, I think, yeah. Envy's, I think Envy's question goes to: In two thousand eight, Fifty Shades of Grey hadn't become mainstream yet. And and, right. we, and we call it two different things. We call it Fifty Shades of Cray or Fifty Shades of Misinformation because the authors come out and said she explicitly did no research when she wrote this book. So as much as we appreciate, we, we, we call it a double-edged sword in our show because it's brought a lot of what we like to the mainstream. However, it's set a ridiculously bad example. Right. So when it comes to FetLife, after it, after it kind of came out, like what, what kind of uptick, what kind of, what kind of traffic what kind of like what what were the effects of that whole phenomenon when it comes to the site you know I, i'd love to tell you i knew but i have no clue <laughs> all right I'm trying to remember the that might make me out. that might make me ridiculously responsible uh which it does but i have no clue no i, I don't think it makes you look irresponsible i just think it makes you look like you're a busy guy because you know there's only 14 of you now i can only imagine how many of their of of you there were back then <laughs> how many of you were? How many of how many of you were working FetLife in we'll say 2010, 2011? Is that like five of oh, you? Oh, uh, two, three. <laughs> exactly. Wow. It's fair to say you don't know yeah. the impact. Yeah, you don't you don't know the impact because you're just overwhelmed. All right, I can get that. I'm with you. Anyone else? Came with you, Mike. Wall Street. We're good. I think we're good. I think we're good. John, I really appreciate you coming in. Um, anything you want to plug, sir, before before we let you go? No, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you for doing everything that you guys do. Um, you know, it's uh, it's awesome. Um, I love podcasts, and, uh, and I love listening to, you know, listening to, to, to shows like yours. I wish more people, well, no, I'm not going to say that because I don't want people to compete with you. But, yeah, it's, it's awesome what you do once the show does go out. <laughs> Uh, just tell me. I'll have somebody on my team listen to see on the scale of one to ten how stupid I did sound. Uh, if, you were fine. No. You were absolutely fine. If it's not a ten and it's just a nine, I will definitely promote the show. And the, the, only, the, only, <laughs> the, nice. only, the only feedback I'll offer you, sir, is don't call from the workout room next time because we're getting an echo on your site because the room. Every right. once in a while we hear a dumbbell K- go down. KMFD Mike, go for it. I just wanted to express that uh, like five years, six years ago when I started to get into the lifestyle, it was your website that actually led me to this group this very group to whom i 
I've considered to be part of my family. I don't know that I would, I don't know that I would admit that to anybody else. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> but, but it was, you know, I, they, they, they put up events, and essentially there was an event that was close to my home, and then I, I got to meet my brother to another mother. So uh, it was because of your creativity and your vision that allowed me to move towards the lifestyle that I'm living. So thank you. Yeah, I was going to say not all good things come out of that life. There are some bad things. I was sorry for you to meet them. But uh, if you're happy, who am I to judge? <laughs> Quit shaming me. <laughs> John, sorry, sorry, sorry. John, thanks a lot for hanging out with us tonight. I really appreciate it. Sir, you are welcome back any anytime you want to come back. Just, just stop right, in, call in anytime you like. Okay? All right, have a good one. Good night. Take care, guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. Guys, John Baku from FetLife, the kinky Canadian coder who created FetLife. Woohoo! That was fun, right? That was super awesome. And it only took 10 minutes, right, Wall Street? Um, <laughs> what time nice. work do you live in? You're, you're worse than pretty tied up when we're trying to get out of the house. Just you know what? Important. I'm worse than pretty tied up trying to get out of the house when it comes to I'm trying to do way. an interview. Yeah. Um, she's I'm in worse that club. than me. Getting out of the actual fucking house. You know what? I, you know what? I didn't get to ask him. Oh, what's that? I'm How sorry? cool it is to have a planet in Star Wars named after you. I didn't get to ask him that question. Oh, oh that's a I'm good question. You know, we, we, sa- we save that for next Damn week. I'm like, wasn't that? Or, or we sa- we save that for the next show yeah. that we have one because I think I think we're gonna end up having him on again. I really do. Yeah. Be like, did they did they call you? Did they contact you? To let like to make sure it was okay. He has his personal <laughs> phone number. But it's so. I mean, she means about the planet. Yeah, I, th- I think she means about the planet, not <laughs> like me. That they about him. the planet. Yeah, no one yeah. gives a shit about me. <laughs> well, yeah, forgot you were even here. Right. <laughs> Mr. The Who? planet. Right. So. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, how long ago did we go to break and come back? I mean, it was a short break. Yeah, it's about time, I think. Yeah. I heard SpaceX was penis and vaginas. 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 Right. <laughs> well, we have a daddy conversation we're supposed to have yet. Do we do? Do we do a quick break and then come back and do a quick? Quick twenty-minute segment on the penis and vaginas. I mean, that only puts us ten minutes over a regular, a regular time. It's up to you, Doc. And we usually don't do the second. Show. We don't start the second show until late anyway. So. Do you want to just do like an online munch, or do you want to do? Yeah, you know what? Wait till next week. Veritas, kick us off to break. We'll come back. We'll do one more segment. We'll have our daddy conversation because okay. we promised everyone that we were going to do it and it was a great conversation online so okay hi puppy daddy <laughs> <laughs> all right fantastic take us out of here here we go why are we here debauchery
toys. I know you're gonna dig this. How about going to a broadcast partner of the Non-Vanilla Trist K101 podcast where you can have access to our show that much faster? At scottwillkillyou.com, you can listen to the K101 podcast as soon as it's available, before it streams up to Stitcher and iTunes or any of the other audio platforms we're on. In addition, you'll also find fresh episodes of Puck and Scott's funny movie review podcast, Our Reviews Will Kill You, and the Doncast, a podcast that discusses today's topics of a more serious nature. One-stop shopping, right? Type it in your browser window now. Hey, have your digital assistant remind you. ScottWillKillYou.com because Scott will kill you with content. I'm just really trying to turn you guys on. That's all I want to do. I am wet, horny, and ready to fuck. You're listening to the Non-Vanilla Trist K101 Podcast with Mr. NVT. Oh, I'm very wet. The K101 podcast is intended for an adult audience, exclusively for people who are both mature and intellectually self-aware enough to comprehend the gravity and the responsibility of the sexual content contained in the discussion that follows. Those under the age of 18 are requested and expected to discontinue this feed now. Why are we here? Debauchery. I know you're gonna dig this. I will do whatever it is that you want. Hey guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 Podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Non-Vanilla Trist. I'm joined by my lovely wife, Non-Vanilla Trist. We call her NV <laughs> on the show for short. Uh, to my stage... Left. Left is... Well, look, there's... There's really nice rack and a great <laughs> ass over here. So my left Bullies. and right are kind of dyslexic right now. Veritas, <laughs> stop giving me shit. He's just straight. No left or right at this point. <laughs> yeah, he's got to open you up. Sal didn't open you up. Yet. There we go. You're up now. <laughs> oh my. So anyway, Felt yeah, great rack, Oof. great ass. Hey, don't be. Sin <laughs> Kitty great. is to my stage left. As I look around the penis gallery, Hollywood, Perv King, New Girl Alley, Wall Street, KMFD, Mike, Cersei, and Knotts. Pretty tied up. His happy pet's upstairs in the green room, I do believe, as well as Orchid Fire. And then... Uh, probably in one of the other studios. Probably in one of the other studios here at Masquerade Studios. Uh, Chapin is running our interactive chat this evening. Veritas is running our video board. Sal's running my barnyard. All over my face. <laughs> <sighs> Guys, we're trying to wrap the show up, and uh, <laughs> and Sal's all over my face. So, oh, hang on, that came out wrong. Really Fuck wrong. 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 And we're really <laughs> sucking at it. And we're really sucking at it. That's typically how this happens. Yeah. Don't so, uh, suck any cock in the parking lot. It, <laughs> hey, buddy, get back here. Get back here. here. <laughs> <laughs> Wall Street. So, guys, um, I don't know how... We, we had a Maxim article that, that kind of... That kind of came up. It came up in the production chat um, about how being called daddy is in the mainstream now. And 
Well, daddy porn. Daddy, daddy porn. Daddy, just the whole daddy thing. Dilfs. And, yeah, there's dilfs now. Dilf? Dude, I'd like to fuck. Well, dad. 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 <laughs> dad. So you're saying there's a chance. <laughs> I'm saying there's a chance. There's a chance the sun could explode tomorrow. That doesn't mean it's going to Hate to burst your bubble. Yeah, I was gonna say, there's a sure. chance Beetlejuice hits supernova. But Possib- <laughs> possible and probable are two completely yeah, different. They things. don't even rhyme. <laughs> Actually, they kind of do rhyme. Possible and probable. Just saying. Anyway, the whole point is. It's been that kind of night, guys. Hang in there. Hang in there. It's a live show. We just fucking roll with it. Wait to hear for the recorded show. Um. But uh, I wanted to have the conversation because it kind of went off on a bunch of different tangents. Everybody, I, I can if I do that. Watch, my, my, you'll see. It my my microphone stand has ED. Um, <laughs> if it, an if app it for only that. did that. No, <laughs> gotta get some dick pills for that thing. Hi, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> that was completely the opposite direction. For <laughs> Speak for yourself. So, you were saying. Yeah, I was I was trying to anyway. Um, some people love it. Some people recoil at the sound of it or being called it or having to say it. Other people like it. Like we were having the conversation and when you guys kind of went off on your tangent in production meeting, I went <laughs> Go for it. So I, I kind of want you guys to take this one over. Um, daddy being called daddy is it a good thing uh, no thank you i call you sir yeah I, I prefer sir person that's just my personal thing don't i'm not fucking at me yeah there's no <laughs> not interested being added at today had enough it's, bullshit it's my, going on this week. it's my personal thing we well. have had guests in this very room or in the uh the uh poultry with the, the cock processing plant yes <laughs> uh, back in, i back invited in that person here tonight and he blew me off okay zero daddy I'm looking at you, zoro daddy looking at you Zoro Daddy would tell you that it is uh, not to be shamed, and it's it's maybe it's misused. Mm. As, it could be. As if he were here, he may say so. that was my initial yeah, thought hey, as well. Bump up, bump up uh, Skype because Donovan Morris would be great for this part of the conversation. Uh, as a sub, nobody calls me Daddy. The cats don't even call me Daddy. In fact, I call the cats Sir. But um, well, I, I I would say it hmm. makes it makes my skin crawl. It just seems again no no judgment, no shaming, not my thing. I mean. I called the Dom mommy once and she was not happy, which was good for me because that just means she beat me harder. But I'm, I'm looking at Allie. I'm looking at Allie in the back of her. She's just like, you guys are fucking idiots. I can't wait to get on And I got to be honest, just so you know, full disclosure, I'm distracted. I'm trying to look at you, but your boobs are right near your head. And this, this trajectory tends to be where they're located. It's just happening. I mean, well, for that, come, here, come over here. Look at this. Come here. Come here. Come here. I can see you right it, here. You can see? It's, oh, been, it's rather distracting from this. Uh, <laughs> I'm looking at John like, McCoo and I'm like, um, yes. Do you know how hard nice. it is not swiveling like, in this thing? I want to be like, like perfect. You gotta move her like behind Wall Street a little bit so I yeah. can concentrate yeah. on my like, goddamn this interview. This, way, this ear's been burning me. <laughs> When Damn it comes it. when it comes to the word daddy, daddy is not used that much in our in our culture in in mean where we live. Um, down south, who's however, your daddy? Yeah, that's, that was like more of a coin phrase. Yeah. Now down south, my daddy, my daddy, well, my uh-huh. daddy said blah, 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 blah. My daddy. You're and, right. You know, it's a southern thing. It's very much a southern thing. So we consider it to be the word 
to mean uneducated, perhaps? Do, do, we, do we mean it because we're old? Because I'm looking at Allie over there, and she's like, you fucking, you're still talking. I think we mean it because we're from up north. I really think it is a Yeah, geography. is that what it is? Thank you. Allie? Go fuck yourself. Go ahead, because you're new. You get, you, get, you get the floor. You gotta get, you gotta put the you gotta put the black thing right near your mouth. Right, yeah. right You'll be here. Fine. Yeah, go ahead. Be right being, here. being from the south, first off. Yeah. Daddy's not a thing. I I never heard that. Uh huh. May I ask where from in the south? Oklahoma. That's not the, That's south. Not the south. It's the Midwest. It really is the south. No, it's it's, oh, it's, it's con- sure it is. Anyways. Go on. Anyway, Arizona <laughs> is the south. If Oklahoma's Oklahoma's the south, Arizona's more south. Than that. <laughs> See? No, See? I I would like to hear Perf King's take on it because he is actually from the south and his grits. <laughs> <laughs> he loves his grits. But, uh, but his grits. I'm not a small <laughs> man, but I know <laughs> what love <laughs> is. I'm not a small man. You talk man. gritty to me all day. <laughs> but I know what grits are. Ser- no, seriously, I I, I do want to hear your take on it as someone from. Georgia. <laughs> yes, I grew up in Georgia. I am not from Georgia. Let's set one thing straight. I was born in Massachusetts. That's a bastard. He hasn't been corrected. He's been given more information. The yeah, I think the very redneck stereotype, uh, like KMFD Mike's speaking of, like you see portrayed in media and probably mm. in some of the more hill country. Yeah, it could be a the thing. Appalachians. Where, I'm hearing yeah. ba- I'm hearing banjos right now. I mean, just like where I grew up in Jaw Georgia, Hearts. no, it wasn't too much of that okay. really. Like yeah. the men are men and the sheep are nervous. I was about an hour. Me, boy. And a half northwest of Atlanta, and it was still—it was a small city, but like you think, you know, smaller than Lancaster, kind of thing, you know, smaller than you know Lebanon. You are from Georgia. You said Lancaster. Yeah, he did. Like there was a oh, G. Come on, I love that. It took me a year. Yeah, to get I saw it. that pick. I loved that. That was fucking great. But Go on, yeah, continue. so I mean, I didn't hear that kind of thing growing up. Okay. Uh, all right, our 100% mood-driven sexual deviant. Yes. She's wearing the T-shirt that cropped up and says baby girl, so. Ta-da. That's my name. Um, I, I used to be vehemently opposed to, what, Arena? Oh, he lost it. Um, it doesn't I, <laughs> Yeah, I, I used to have a visceral reaction to someone saying even just the thought, like, the daddy, daddy. thing. Yeah. Um, Especially in just um, like a sexual situation, just saying daddy or fuck me harder daddy was never anything that was going to come out of my mouth um, because I associated it with parental. Yeah, that, that, in my head, that's where it most is. People, and and, and look, I'll, I'll be the first one to say it. That's where my head's at. That's and why I had that this <laughs> That whole fuck me harder daddy thing, I'm going to be like, um, I immediately think of my two daughters and I go, Thank you. Thank you. And. And, oh yeah, and I don't oh, have yeah. kids, um, so I don't even have that that close of an association. I don't have kids, um, but I am a little, so I've had that aspect of my personality really kind of blossom in the last couple of years. Okay, it wasn't um, fostered by other partners until recently, um, or celebrated for that fact, and hence the newer name I go by: baby girl mm-hmm. or kitten or pet at home. And in this time, um, it's been almost uttered by me in moments where I never expected the want of the word daddy to come out of my mouth. So that's been a new experience. 
talk about the tables being turned. Mm-hmm. My male partner called me daddy, and I damn near melted. <laughs> wow. Like, yeah. I'm, I can feel it right now. Oh. I'm, I swear. I know. Just check. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we forgot the tarp. Um, <laughs> nice. So that was, you know, it was really interesting. And then he said really? it. And we've huh. not been involved in necessarily, like, sexual situations right. when it was said you know we were sitting down together the other day and i had my feet on his lap and i took them down for a moment and he says well pet puts her feet back on daddy and i almost melted off the chair again you know it was just a, i'm having these different responses to the okay. term now um that i'm really enjoying okay yeah Fair. and it doesn't have a dad thing like it, i don't know it's see that I, I think that's i think that's the disconnect for that, me. That, that you have where I have, because mm. the word dad has mm. always been a parental thing, particularly for me, because mm-hmm. all I have is daughters. Right. And well, I, I mean, except, I called my dad. My I, have, I have a son now. It's been, it's only been 10 years. And unless but, I was, really, <laughs> unless I was really small, I've always said my, my father was always called dad. Right. So it wasn't even like daddy. I didn't have that. See, close I, I have, I have dad and I have my father, which that's a whole other story. Well, someday. Not, you guys yeah, can that's ask. a new but, segment. But that that's, that's like, but I mean, it, it's always been, you know, you have dad, you have granddad, you have grandpa. It, mm-hmm. It's just when you, the term has just always been in a parental yeah. And I wonder how much for me. Right, so exactly. so yep. so I, I I don't know it, as much as I would love to say yeah I would like to be able to try and work that into something. Sorry, my cords are messing me up. <laughs> I, as much as I would be able to work, I would as much as I would love to be able to work that into some sort of other vernacular where it could be played into something and maybe I could experience that and it would be great. I haven't found that bridge yet because yeah. everything goes back well, to I got this sorry. 16-year-old kid and I, I have to be... I'll speak... I want to speak to that in a second, actually. I I would love to take a poll of... Things pole falling fell. down. Pole fell. <laughs> I broke it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. That's right, Hollywood's right there. He's got it. I'm gonna start talking like little me. Um, I'll mute those for now. Um, no, I, I would, falling I would, down the stairs. I would like to take a poll, and I think it would be somewhat scientific of of guys who are who are in the lifestyle, and that this question comes up: guys who have daughters. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, I would. Guys, I would like, love to. I would love to know. Guys who don't. Yes, versus versus guys who don't, and and I I would imagine I wouldn't want to skew any results, but I would imagine they're very much like me. I was I was daddy for years. Now I'm dad, yeah. but yeah. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that well, because it's going gonna, it's gonna to give you that recoil. It is. It's going to give you that recoil. It is a You're mood killer, like, and that's shit. the last thing I want. Yeah. And then, um, I would never. But at the same time, it's not for her. But here's what's interesting. So that's yeah. Go on. So my one partner, who, um, like I said, honors and celebrates the little in me, mm-hmm. is a father mm-hmm. of teen girls. Okay. He was stay-at-home daddy. Right. We've had that yeah. conversation yeah. before that it was like, well, it's not really, yeah, it kind of grosses me out. And that's from his standpoint. And right. look at where we are now. Right, right, right. Two years later. Normalized. It's something that you've done, that you've is, worked out. and it's Not just, even. It just literally started happening, I would say, in the last month. Okay. This is brand oh, new. Oh, wow. Brand right. new. Yeah. Talk about Shocking. I, I always love growth, but I didn't. Ex- <laughs> yeah. So it's really interesting now that he doesn't have the same kind of like that association with it but, but did anymore. He? At well when we talked about it when we first got together, we would joke and be like, Oh my god, I'll never I can't, Daddy, no way. That's what he was saying. Both of us. Okay, okay. So here All we right. are two okay. years later. Right, and, and All so right. so it's developed over two yes. years. Yes. Really Wall Street. I would ask, just to 
Uh, yeah, hang on. No, it is not on. There you go. <laughs> okay. I, I would ask uh, Sal and Mr. NVT, what are your feelings uh, if someone were to call you sugar daddy? Does that temper it? Does that change it? Does that still make your skin crawl? I think that's different. Sugar daddy is oh. a completely different thing. Yeah, it's uh, a different title. Does it have to be, though? It sure is. It's someone sure who's pennies yeah. for well, just about everything. Well, you know, or the connotation is, yeah. it's a similar connotation of, I mean, Technically correct man's going to step up here. No, you're right. It's paying for sex and education and yeah, all that the, the, stuff. The word sugar puts a completely different connotation on it. Nerdy not, girl not has so just much. studio. Hey, not baby. so much, and I'll tell you why. Because it's still that parental role. Because what do parents do, to ki- do for their kids? I, I understand They're what you're saying. They provide. I understand what you're saying. But it, it kind of has ah, less... I think it has less I, of a sting to it. I, I think it has a whole bunch of a less sting to it. Simply because with today's culture, when that comes up in the vernacular, it isn't like... Hey, I'm a sugar daddy. It, it's all like my sugar daddy. It, it's it, I don't even think they use all of the consonants when they say it like that. It's just <laughs> it's, more like, it's, it's, more like it's okay when you don't use all the consonants. Um, it's all sugar daddy. There's, <laughs> I think there is the a time. there is a difference between Go ahead, saying that you're somebody's sugar daddy or sugar mama, and being being somebody's sugar dad. That's it's different. I mm-hmm. I think, and there's a I mean there's a great. I didn't realize what how big a role grammar played in our podcast. Oh well, I, I, think, it plays, I think it plays a huge role in our culture, and by default, we have to I'm talk fucking about, get probably it. look it up on what's that thing called? Uh, Urban, Urban legend, Urban Dictionary. Yeah, there's a difference. Oh, you oh, know there is. All right. Um, there's a there's a really great blues song. If I can ever find it, I'm going to play it for Veritas, and it's called um, it, it's the Sugar Mama Blues. That he was, you know, he was living with this woman and everything was wonderful and then all of a sudden his sugar mama became sugar free and oh. <laughs> oh. became a slender mama it was slender mama oh that's an actual term <laughs> and then it's they, the, the sugar yeah that you're sugar free yep yep Allie, you're, you're you're back there talking to perv king you have all kinds of opinions but you're not saying them into that big microphone right there come on i was um, I just, I don't have the connection, like going back to a connection between daddy, mm-hmm. I, I didn't have a childhood. So like, I've never, I never had like a dad growing up, like up that parental figure. So I never grew up having that connection. So I guess that's why it was so easy for me to get into it. But I was also never protected and like supported or anything like up until the time I was 17 and like it's never been a problem for me due to the fact that I never had that. I guess. Okay. That gotcha. Do, and then, does that make sense to everyone else too? Oh, yeah, sure. totally. Okay. Sure. Sure. If you got no context, it's easy to use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but, again, I don't think I have any issues with the term if I hadn't had a daughter. Right. Yeah. It might be totally different, but 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 just like well, what she's saying, I mean, it's it's not something she didn't either. So now no, now it's sort of just yeah. evolving, and uh, but I. I don't know. I'm not opposed to evolving, but right now it just yes, turn, turns my skin. Fucking liar. <laughs> and I had a childhood, but it was um, it, it changed at a certain point, yeah. and so there wasn't uh, that support and caregiving. Um, so now that I have someone who acts as a caregiver at certain points, and I get into that little space, it's just become something that feels almost like the right thing to say. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Quick side note, I did put in Sugar Daddy on Urban Dictionary, and it said, see also Splenda Daddy. So yeah. It's, oh, it's in there. Oh, yeah. I've seen some sex worker groups, and that is used uh, very frequently. It's basically a sugar daddy who ain't got no money. Yes. <laughs> Chapman, go ahead. 
it can also have a very negative connotation. Can to you it. bring her up, please? What can? The the term daddy. Oh, okay. Um, I don't use the term daddy. I have a father who is no longer in my life. Mm -hmm. So to actually think about using the term daddy in a sexual way, no thank you. Yeah, see, I just yeah. have that total disconnect from it now. That makes, Something happened that and I just sense. don't. That's what I was going to bring up as well. Essentially, the, the idea of the father has been um, mediated to the point to which, you know, all dads don't have the same, you know, how shall I say, uh, uh, they're not honored in terms of mm. the, the, you know, my dad would never steer me wrong. I know a lot of steer wrong dads. <laughs> yeah. uh, my dad would, would never welch on child support. I know a lot of child support welchers. Um, a lot of people were dads before they were ready to be dads and therefore kind of messed the generation of, of terminology, perhaps. That's a good point. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Could be. And also not to get confused with the idea of the, the dad porn that the article spoke about. Right. Oh, my gosh. That's not what it is for me. It's it's a term, almost, okay. almost like a term of like an authority term. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas, like, I'm not out there looking up DILF porn. Okay. Like, like the article spoke to that. That's just not my. Right. I I think it was one of the things that, that they brought up. It was the whole uh, stepdad stepdaughter porn. Oh. And I uh, kind of go. Yeah. <sighs> And, and hey, I'm not again. Don't at me if that's your Very thing. Very popular. I know. If that's your thing, I'm my, sorry that it's just. My visceral gagged. reaction is, what? Because I mean, I if I'm, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm trying to. <laughs> it's like a Rubik's cube up here. Sometimes. I don't. I don't even want to. Actually it's hear a the Rubik's cube. Like hear the fucking blocks. There's, There's actually a gnome <laughs> taking the stickers off half of them and putting them on the other side. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm into if, all if of I that. Had, so, had... am I making your head explode? Like, no, no but you're expecting it from no, me. But, no, but yeah, you're a resident anarchist. So, but but in my head, I go, you know, I, I have a stepson, and if he were a stepdaughter, and like, let's just say the roles reverse, because I got two beautiful girls, and if they were Envy's daughters. I, when I signed on for this, I can't imagine in my head being like, yeah, I can't wait to fuck my new wife's daughters. I just, it's just this, nope. in my head, nope. in, in my head, it's in my head, in my head, don't fucking at me. Oh, you got a cranberry song. In my head. Um, it's, it's, it's this, I would never violate the trust that we have, let alone... Nah, I can't say I wouldn't violate a young child because, I mean, not young child. Fuck. Oh, my God. Wrong. Fuck you guys. I said it wrong. <laughs> it's the second pedophilia oh, reference we gave all night. Hey, <laughs> like my grandpappy always used to say, if they're old enough to crawl, at least they're in the right position. Oh, no, I'm fucking around. Relax. Yeah. It's just a joke. Yeah. I think he lived in a flyover oh, state in the 40s. Wow. All right, oh, redemption. The looks that I'm getting from across the room are <laughs> fucking... What do you expect him to say? It was worth it. <laughs> what did you... Holy you got shit. <laughs> Mr. MBT, you've got 30 seconds of wow. redemption. Go. The penis, the penis gallery erupted, and it, it wasn't really a good thing. Yeah. No. Dude. We need a jizz mopper back there for all the MS. Jizz mopper. <laughs> I'll be right no, there. seriously. No, it, you it, sure it, don't. It, it, in all actuality, it, it really comes down to I, 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 I would never in a million years want to violate this by doing right. something like yeah. It, it just it, yeah. that math just doesn't happen in my head. My brain doesn't wrap nope. around it. And I'm not saying that hey, all you guys who who enjoy stepdaughter porn, 
but I, I just can't. I, I can't say it. I can't say it. You know, as someone who watches that type of porn, here's what it comes down to. I would never want to jump out of an airplane and fight monsters. But I love watching the Avengers. Right. You you have it's to separate fantasy. who you are as a person versus what's going on on the screen. Like, I yes. would never, ever think about doing anything sexual with it's, any family member. Remember when we but did it's completely the separate. VR episode okay. here? Remember that one of my comments... Yeah, I'm with you. One of my comments was, it was too there. I couldn't foyer. I couldn't watch it. You know, I was involved in it. It uh, felt like I was there. So I want to be touched if I'm that close. God damn it. Okay. Where's my suit? Yeah, well, yeah, well, I want well, to feel I'll, it. I'll, I'll give you, know? you this one. I'll give you this one. I have watched mom-daughter porn. Yeah. But in my head, that's different because... <laughs> But, I'll, I'll tell you how. I'll tell you how. Because he doesn't head, have a vagina. It, yeah, they mm-hmm. both have. It, yeah, because I mean, I if, knew if the they're, how, if but yeah, one's personal, yeah. the other one's not. Yeah, yeah. one's. Now, Damn with that it. said, would, would I watch VR step family porn? Probably not, because to KMFD Mike's, then I'm in the situation. Yeah. If if anyone I was ever sleeping with called me daddy, it, that would be like, like yes, seriously. You know what? You know, bone killer right now, there. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, it's not mom daughter porn that I'm watching. It's the mom babysitter porn that I like. Oh, that is the best. Yeah, oh, the threesomes. Because you get the milfs and you get the teens and you get the two on one. It's like it's like a Boston cream donut. It's like three desserts in one. It wow. is. It really is. <laughs> and there's a lot of glaze and cleanup afterwards. Yes. Is that <laughs> is that because it's separating <laughs> out all family dynamics, like I think it like is. issues? What I think about it is. what like and see a lot of the step family porn is just to sidestep the issue of straight-out incest porn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm, because people are a little bit more comfortable with, like, eh, it's not blood relations, even though it's all actors. Well, yeah. I'm yes, going to say, as a, as a woman who entered Nerdy girl is on the mic. Entering, a woman entering the dating scene later in life, looking at different guys to go out with, as soon as I saw they had kids, I was kind of like, eh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I want to... I just said because I don't know. It's like I'm seeing too much of this stuff, and it's like, uh, yeah. If they've got older teenage boys, are they going to be like, oh yeah? So I'm like, nah. Skip kids. <laughs> no kids. Yeah. No kids. Though. No kids. <laughs> okay. Ever. All right, guys. We got anything else? Thanks a lot for hanging out with the K101 podcast. Make sure if if you, look if you like tonight's show, if you're still hanging out with us. <laughs> Look underneath. Hey, click click that uh, subscribe button. Click the notification button too while you're at it. And hey, click the like button because all three of them are kind of important on YouTube. Actually, only two of them are important now, but it's a whole fucking convoluted algorithm at this point. Um, but do it all anyway, just because we love you and you love us, and we're all gonna hold hands. Um, yeah. <laughs> Guys, thanks a lot for hanging with Kim on the podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Nominal Trish, joined by my lovely wife, Envy, flanked by the lovely Sin Kitty. Flanked. I like it. Thank you, Hollywood. Thank you, Perv King. Thank you, Ellie. Thank you, KMFD Mike. Thank you, Wall Street. Thank Bye, you, Dad. Cersei. Bye, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Nerdy Girl. Daddy. Thank you, Tiberius. Thank you, His Happy Pit. Thank you, Pretty Tied Up. Thank you, Orchid Fire. Thank you, Chapin. Thank you, Veritas. Thank you, Sal. One, two, three, four. I need four dicks. I counted way more than four people in this room. <laughs> there are more than four Veritas. people. Veritas. Kick us out.
I smell it? 